Hi guys, welcome to Let's Talk BD, the official podcast of the BD School, the first educational platform entirely dedicated to business development. Here we interview business development professionals working in the field every day, as well as startup founders, so they can give you all the insights, tips, and best practices to help you become a better business development professional. Let's get ready for the next episode. I'm Lucia and I'm your host and today with me there is Julia. Hi Julia. Hi. And she's one of our former students but she's also a licensed psychologist, uh, a PhD and co-founder of a company called Apsicologa and of course she's going to talk about uh, that during this, uh, this conversation. So without further ado, uh, Julia, let's talk BD. Hi. So thank you so much for inviting me. It's so nice to, uh, to have the occasion to speak about a psychologue and to present a little bit our, uh, our business. Awesome. So, yeah, go ahead and tell us uh, everything about it. What is it that you do? So, we are two licensed psychologists. It's uh, uh, Federica, a friend and colleague, and me. And uh, uh, we decided to start uh, this uh, innovative company about uh, psychology because especially here in Italy we are from from Italy um, there is sometimes a strong barrier in accessing psychological care so uh, you know there is always this stereotype where uh, the, the people say that uh, you know a psychologist is just analyzing me or just I don't need a psychologist I just need to talk with a friend or maybe that uh, is um, it, it costs too too much. That sometimes sometimes can be true. So uh, we wanted to overcome all these prejudices and uh, stereotypes, and we decided to make uh, uh, going to a psychologist something uh, fresh, something like uh, uh, smart and new. That uh, uh, is more, uh, you know. Um, uh, accessible to our everyday life. So uh, what we did uh, is just that uh, we decide not to have a studio. So we are bring uh, we are bringing uh, psychological counseling into everyday life places. So we meet uh, a person in uh, in a cafe or in a park or in a square. So we just hold the psychological session there. Awesome, really cool. And I really like that you said that you wanted to make uh, psychological care smart. Um, because I think that's a nice way to brand it, you know, because sometimes people are scared of the psychologist for some reason, and they just mm-hmm. don't go because of this fear of being labeled. And uh, while indeed, if we make it smart, because yeah, it, it's a good thing actually to go to yeah. psychologists, then maybe people are going to feel a bit um, more comfortable. So speaking of, of this, uh, how, how did you, so, you know, when you started up Psychologa, mm-hmm. Um, how did you, was it a barrier, these, uh, you know, uh, prejudices about uh, psychologists? Did you feel like that people were a bit scared of you or something like that? Yeah, yeah, it's just uh, that, you know, sometimes also when you study psychology and you tell people, yeah, you know, I'm studying psychology, uh, people are saying, oh, okay, so now you're looking into my eyes and you can <laughs> analyze me or... <laughs> 
or you know i don't know i i just want to tell you my the dream i just had uh, last night <laughs> so there is a little bit this uh, you know this vision about the psychology going to a psychologist that is more related to like the movies or to the you know an, an old vision and so we um we wanted we wanted to to make people understand that they can also see a psychologist when they have like uh, everyday life problems so you don't need to have a really 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 bad period to go see a psychologist for example you break up with your boyfriend or girlfriend and you want to understand what is going on you can see a psychologist or you just want you you feel that something is wrong with your work or you want to change your job you can go and talk with a psychologist even for you know uh, not a long period but it's something that can just help you to have a different uh, uh, vision a different pers- perspective of your life Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I I completely agree. I actually, well, we had a conversation. Uh, mm-hmm. Obviously, I was I was really feeling overwhelmed by everything. Yeah. So I was like, Julia, let's talk. <laughs> and mm-hmm. uh, and at that point, actually, there were some friends of mine which were also having some struggles, uh, primarily um, on in their professional life. And I was like, but why don't you see a psychologist? You know, and and they would tell me no, I, I can do this on my own. I don't need a psychologist. And I was like, yeah, but if you go to psychologist, you do it faster. So it's a shortcut, you know, like you can understand what's going on, do it, fix it, and, and you're good. So I don't understand why people are like, don't want to take this shortcut, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because sometimes you also, like people also think that uh, a shortcut is something bad, no? That, okay, I'm not putting all the effort I can put. But in some moment, you just need uh, a different perspective because, of course, uh, you are uh, so in your mind. So it's hard sometimes to have a, an external perspective. That's the, 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 same, uh, uh, the same reason why when you have, you know, something to discuss, you like to discuss it with a friend or with other people. But when it's something that, is maybe a little bit more, you know, uh, complicated. Talking to a professional can help you to get a different perspective and to, you know, make it um, uh, more more easy to understand as well. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah, and I have to say, so I, I prepared this question for later, but since we're here, uh, I'm curious to know what type of people do you currently help? So now a psychologa is focused on uh, young people. So our target is uh, uh, millennial, millennials and generation uh, Zeta. So uh, now we have like uh, this range that goes from uh, uh, yeah, young people in their 20s till people in their 40s. Um, and mostly like uh, there are people that are uh, for instance, talking more about their their jobs, so something that they they want to change, or uh, people that uh, are also, um, for example, uh, living a a difficult moment in their uh, relationship, uh, like uh, both in the love life or in the relationship side in uh, in general. Uh, sometimes, yeah, with uh, 
um, with other people like students, uh, they are struggling with their exams or, uh, you know, in, uh, in proceeding, especially in this, uh, in this pandemic uh, time. And so sometimes it's also something really practical in, in understanding, okay, what can I change in the way that I'm studying uh, to, uh, you know, to um, overcome this, uh, this difficult moment? Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah, that's uh, that's really interesting to see that it's so diverse, actually. Yeah. Um, but focusing on the on the millennials uh, side, which is also a bit our uh, our audience, so the majority of the people mm-hmm. uh, here are millennials. So they are our colleagues. Perfect. <laughs> and there is one thing, especially with um, with business development. So. Uh, Sometimes, you know, if you go to the wrong company or maybe there is simply not a match, uh, your time at that company can be challenging, can be mm-hmm. frustrating. And it can also be very short, you know, so sometimes people uh, get fired after six months if they don't deliver certain results. Um, do you have some tips maybe for uh, people that are currently undergoing maybe changes in their professional career as BDs, as how they can, you know, better cope with that, better cope with the fact that they've been let go. Mm-hmm. You mean especially when they, uh, you know, when they start the new job or in the meantime or when they uh, have to change? Yeah, when they have to change. Okay, okay. So yeah, mm, change is something uh, uh, really important in our lives, no? It's something that, uh, you know, give us a, a new uh, stimulus that is something important, no? The, the novelty part of our life. But of course, it's also scary because you, you have found your routine and you, you, know, you, you know what you have in your life and then you, you have to change something. Um, so mm, my advice could be to uh, listen to both sides of change, okay? So... What can I get? What like uh, which positive sides I can get from this change? So which are the things that I will learn? Which are the things that I want to, uh, you know, like the novelty part that I want to see? So what do I, I expect? So try to uh, you know uh, face this with uh, some uh, curiosity and also interest. Mm-hmm. And then the fear part, so like the, sometimes the, the hardest part that you have to say, to face when you have a change uh, is the, the, the fear or the, you know, the um, uh, kind of anxiety that you can get. So the fear that, uh, okay, you, you need to be perfect uh, since the beginning or uh, the thing that people can just, uh, you know, uh, kind of judge you since the beginning. So uh, try to be yourself and try to also um, think that fear is useful to, um, to keep yourself uh, active, okay? And focused on what you uh, will start to do. So just to remember this, uh, these sides, positive, positive and negative. Cool. And, uh, and so speaking of change, because, well, 
of course you started as a psychologist right and I think that's where your passion is and that's why you started this company but then when you started up psychologa you also became an entrepreneur so I know that for me it was a big change um, I really had to embrace that part so how did you lead this change and uh, how, how was it actually how, how does a psychologist turn into an entrepreneur how was the process for you uh, yeah that's that's really really interesting because it it was a challenge it's, it is still challenge because uh, you always have uh, something new to to learn and to improve uh, so the thing is uh, where i studied and where also my friend and colleague my, the co-founder of a psychologa studied we were like uh, university mates um they at least here here in, in rome they didn't uh, uh teach us how to you know become an entrepreneur also in the in the psychology field uh so we were all uh, always really really passionate about doing projects so we did some applied projects for our thesis then i did a phd uh, she also uh, did a lot of project in uh, in designs so uh, we we kind of developed also um, a, a parallel career after we finished uh, studying psychologists and that helped us a little bit uh, to uh, understand how to start a project how to you know um, see the first results and to keep going on uh, but yeah, the, the main challenge when we decided to put together all our ideas and to start a psychologa was to uh, to see that as a business. <laughs> so uh, I remember when we participated to our first, uh, um, you know, like uh, a, a course that could help us to to build a psychologa. And they were talking about like business plan or like uh, targets and things like that. And we were a bit, okay, it's a different language that we have to <laughs> learn. So let's start from the basis. <laughs> <laughs> like we, we have our why that was really strong because we knew what we wanted to do. Mm -hmm. Then of course we needed to learn uh, on uh, all the other, the other parts. Especially awesome. the business one. <laughs> And what was the most challenging thing that you had to learn so far? Hmm, let me think. The most challenging is, yeah, I think the, the how to start a small uh, business model. I think True. that part was more the, was the, 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 the most challenging because, yeah, I remember when we started, like, uh, of course, we, we held uh, psychological counseling in everyday life places. So we don't have, for instance, to pay a rent uh, for a studio. Mm -hmm. And so we say, okay, uh, we, we don't have expenses. And then like uh, the people <laughs> that help us say, okay, but you need to reach the place. So even if it's, uh, you know, two euros for uh, getting the bus, you still have to include that uh, in your business. Okay. So this, this kind of view now is, it's yeah. in a small scale, but still. <laughs> but that's funny that you mentioned the financial part, because for me, it's also such a daunting task. Like besides mm -hmm. challenging, I just really don't like it. <laughs> yeah. It's really yeah. tough. And uh, yeah, that's, uh, that's challenging for me to really, you know, get into the mindset, even just 
checking the financial sheets every time is like, oh, wow. <laughs> okay. Mm. And then usually I have like a deep in energy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> Cool. And, uh, and you know, like, well, we, we already gave some tips for people that are changing jobs now, but mm-hmm. how about other people in our situation? You know, like imagine we were doing something else before. Well, in my case, I was still in business, but not as a, as a startup founder. Mm-hmm. Um, and it can be challenging. Sometimes it can feel very lonely uh, or also very overwhelming, you know. Um, yeah. What is your, like, how do you do to keep up with that? Ah, yeah, this is this is a good question. <laughs> yeah, there are a lot of emotions going on when you start your own business, when you start a startup, no? Because of course you you start with a strong motivation because you 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 want to see uh, what you are creating uh, like going on. You want to see it grow. It's it's like your kid sometimes, no? You mm-hmm. you have this strong. Uh, yep. Uh, yeah, <laughs> attachment feeling. I know that you 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 can understand me. Um, so yeah, the motivation is a good part, but sometimes uh, um, when you have a, a strong motivation, it's also hard uh, to not to ask uh, too much to yourself, because in some moment it's like that you are thinking that uh, uh, what you are doing is not enough. You always have uh, the next idea. You always uh, finish your day and you think, I still uh, want to do this, 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 and this. Uh, um, or for example, okay, I, I'm seeing uh, the, like uh, my, one of my competitors. Uh, oh my God, they are doing this thing that is super good. Why didn't I think about it? Uh, I need to do it now. So... Sometimes a strong motivation can uh, can you know bring you in a like in a kind of um, like can bring you a, a strong a strong activation activation that uh, uh, can also uh, bring you to to be too hard with yourself. Okay, mm-hmm. so um, <laughs> it's important to uh, remember to reward yourself uh, to to say thank you to yourself for what you are doing and to uh, keep track of what you are uh, uh, achieving even if it's something you know small because of course uh, um, for make things grow you need to do also really small steps but each one of these steps uh, brought you uh, something really big and something important to you. So it is really important to keep track of them, to write them, to also to have a sort of um, like a monthly, um, you know, journal where you write uh, everything that you are doing, everything that you are achieving, uh, also some nice things that people say about uh, your, your work, your startup. Uh, um it's something practical that uh, that can help you awesome well thank you so much i really needed to hear that once again because it's uh, <laughs> it's indeed very like you guys couldn't see but uh, when she was saying all these things i was just nodding and laughing and smiling <laughs> i was like yeah that's me <laughs> and it yeah. is indeed challenging sometimes to just you know like just 
take a step back sometimes and just stop and look at what you're doing and then feel proud for what you did. Uh, while sometimes you're indeed too busy with what you're doing yeah. and, and you want to do more and then it's, uh, yeah, it's, yeah, it's tiring. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's something that I'm also saying to myself. So <laughs> I'm saying that as a psychologist, but of course I'm also now an entrepreneur even if sometimes it's hard for <laughs> me to, to believe <laughs> to that uh, new part of, of me, of myself. Uh, and, and so it's something that I'm also doing. Like I, yeah, I did like this journal with all the, you know, small achievements that, uh, that we got in the first year. So it's something that, uh, you know, uh, all of us need to, need to remember. Nice, nice. And uh, so, yeah, you mentioned the journal. Do you also have some other tools that uh, you created for yourself to reward yourself and to, you know, feel proud for what you did so far? Hmm. Other tools. Let me remember. I, I write a lot in general. Mm -hmm. I, I learned uh, from my psychologist. <laughs> <laughs> That's because also psychologists see psychologists. other psychologists. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So I, I learned that uh, um, so some years ago, and it's something really, really important. So to write what is going on. Um, also, sometimes just to free my mind and to, you know, uh, to try to put on a sheet of paper what is going on in my mind. That sometimes it's not that clear, but when you put it down, It makes sense, It right? It makes more sense. <laughs> yeah, I'd be, I'm happy you say that because sometimes, you know, I have these new ideas or I'm thinking about the next uh, strategy to grow the, the BD school and I'm like, okay, we should be doing this. And then I say to my boyfriend or to my friends and then they start asking me a lot of questions. I'm like, wait a minute, guys, this is just too messy at the moment. So please don't interact with me. <laughs> just listen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's true. And then when you write, it usually it usually helps. Cool. And um, do you maybe have one piece of advice for someone that has, you know, a passion for something, maybe studying also psychology and wants to um, and wants to create their own company? What would be your one piece of advice for young talent that, you know, maybe are scared or just just thinking of starting something on their own? Hmm. So the, the first thing that... Um comes into my mind is like to uh, start doing it. Even if in a small way, but uh, if you feel that uh, you can put your passion in something, just start, really small. Uh, for instance, when we uh, started together with, uh, with my co-founder, uh, we started uh, doing a really small project in a school. And we're starting like a psychological counseling for parents. Okay. Was something really small. We both had also other jobs, but it was something that makes us understand that our vision, so to bring the psychologists outside of the studio, was something that made sense because people were saying, Oh, it's so good that you are here at my school. So I just need to take my kid and I can talk with you. And everything no so it was a small way to start but it was something that makes us believe that we could do something more and more and more so uh yeah just to try to do it write it down 
try to understand uh, how, how you can picture this. Uh, see if you can also maybe involve another person because also the, the thing of have having a co-founder or just you know another person to share your project uh, is something that uh, really uh, gives you a lot of enthusiasm and also uh, helps a lot your uh, to to understand your fears because you, you are not alone in that awesome. journey. Cool. Thanks a lot. I completely agree. Indeed, guys, if you have a passion, just go for it. And now to talk about something lighter. So we always like to talk about, uh, you know, our countries, because mm -hmm. well, we also want to inspire people to visit our beautiful places as soon as it's going to be allowed again. Mm -hmm. And uh, actually, in the previous episodes, we interviewed some Italians specifically from Rome and some Dutchies from here. Mm -hmm. And I think you're the perfect person to, uh, you know, to put an end to this ultimate battle because you studied in the Netherlands yeah. <laughs> and you are in Italy now. So what is better, the Netherlands or Italy? And if both of them have something nice, what is this something nice? <laughs> <laughs> wow. No, they are, they are both my home. <laughs> so uh, a, a little piece of my heart is uh, there is in the Netherlands, especially in Amsterdam, where I spent my uh, a visiting period for research during my, my PhD. So, wow, life in the Netherlands, I, you know, the, the biking part uh, is something that I miss a lot. <laughs> also, you know, the, the Dutch culture, you know, I, I learned a lot also from Dutch cult culture from the, also the, you know, the directedness part uh, mm -hmm. of Dutch culture helped me a lot in my job and in my, in my relationship. And yeah, I, so I, I enjoyed a, a different type of life that it was always more, uh, really more, more outside, no matter the weather. Yeah, <laughs> it was <laughs> true. I remember the, the first the first day when I when I um, bought my my bike and it started raining and I say, oh my god no 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 I, I can't go like this no my glasses are full of water no I can't see anything is so dangerous. After I think one or two months I was biking under yeah. the rain, <laughs> super comfortable. Yeah, that's true. Also, because otherwise you can't do anything in these countries. You need to embrace it, you know. Yeah. And now there is this, uh, some of my friends at the tennis court, uh, every time that uh, we want to go play and there is some rain, heavy or not, they're always like, yeah, but we can play. We're not made of sugar, right? Yeah. I'm like, okay, we're not made of sugar, but still. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And you have there your Italian part that is say. No, 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 you will get... <laughs> you gotta get sick. <laughs> yeah. Put on your, uh, you know, your shirt and, <laughs> and so on. Yeah. Uh, and how is it to, you know, as an Italian, because, well, now I'm here for seven years, so mm -hmm. I, I'm still very strong Italian identity, obviously. But I must admit, I took a lot from the Dutch culture and the way of living. Um, is there something that, you know, like besides the being direct and so on that you brought back and then now you use every day in your Italian life, uh, but from the Dutch culture? Hmm. Maybe even something small, like maybe with food or with uh, anything else. 
let me think so the i think that the, the weather part uh, even if it's not that uh, you know that big but it is something that i brought back because you know i i'm seeing sometimes the difference between other people that they say oh no no it's too cold or like it's raining <laughs> or or blah 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 or or things like that um uh and then what else um i think also the 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 thing that uh, you know a more international view because sometimes mm-hmm. it was something that here in rome i i missed like i didn't have this international um like uh you know sharing with other people i didn't meet mm-hmm. any international in my university or things like that so when i started going abroad before in sweden then in the netherlands after that in spain i got this uh you know this international view and it changed me a lot because now it's something that i i can't miss <laughs> it's part <laughs> of myself <laughs> Nice. Well, that was really nice. Thank you so much, Julia. It was really a pleasure to to see you again uh, and to yeah share your story. Um, I have a question. Do you do a consultancy only um, to Italians or also internationals? Like uh, I, I can do that in English for sure. Uh, for now, we uh, I just have one uh, one international person. Uh, but uh, for now, they are, I guess that they are not coming just because this, the website is just in Italian for now. But uh, every international person that can speak English is welcome. Awesome. So, guys, I can testify. I did the session with Julian. She's absolutely amazing. So, if you want some uh, uh, some help or even just, you know, uh, someone professional to talk to, go check App Psychologa. We'll make sure to uh, put some links in the description so you can get in touch with, uh, with Julia. And for now, everyone, thank you so much for listening. I'll see you in the next episode. Thank you so much, Julia. Thank you, Lucia. A big hug. <laughs>